do you ever have shit days? <laughs> that is today's podcast and excuse the swearing, there is no better way to put it. When you're having those days and you just want to rip your hair out, smack your head against it all, go absolutely insane and then the worst thing anybody can say to you is, just relax. <laughs> Everything is fine. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I just got back a couple of days ago from being away for for a little while with the family, which is really nice. And uh, London is my home, hometown. It's where I was born. It's where I grew up my whole life. <clears throat> and um, it definitely holds quite a harsh energy to it. It's a, you know, a fast-paced city. Everyone's on the go, in a rush, trying to get somewhere. People increasingly, I find, are in bad moods or angry. Um, there's been a lot of darkness surrounding it, I feel, at the moment, a lot. Um, you can see it in the people. You can see it all over. It's just there's a, a really heavy tension um, going on at the moment. And so coming back, I can't say I was super excited or not excited. I was just, you know, ready to, to come back. Um, and uh, I was just faced with, as it's almost as soon as we landed, I was just faced with stress after more stress after more stress from letters in the post that read awful things to then my car being clamped and arguing with DVLA for half the day on the phone and then being faced with just general public outside who are just aggressive and harsh and angry all the time and it's almost like everybody just needs a great big injection of love um and I say this with a slight laugh because honestly that's exactly how I feel in these mad times is just sometimes you just have to laugh at the chaos because it, it's just that, it's just chaos and complete madness. Um, so I wanted to touch up on how we deal with our shit days and what we can do during these times just to help rebalance or recenter ourselves. Because um, I know sometimes they can make me feel completely all over the place and um complete mess in my mind. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Lana Almola and I currently work as a nutritional therapist, um, having studied naturopathic nutrition for just around four years. I also am currently working as a Reiki practitioner um, and I am just very into natural healing and looking at all mind, body, soul things. Uh, I embarked on my own healing journey around 10 years ago. Um, you can find a lot of my work on my website, which has now actually changed. So I used to be at a tableforone.com, but that uh, represented solely my nutritional therapy. And now as my... Um, journey sort of progresses into more natural healing methods. Um, I've combined everything under my new website, which is lifespacehealing.com. So you can find all of my work up there. Uh, and um, I post a few articles and my contact details are there. If anybody feels like they want to join the conversation and share their two cents or how they deal with their shit days or uh, if there's just something that you want to share, please do, because uh, I love hearing from you guys. And I've been uh, receiving some really beautiful emails from from so many of you, which really put the biggest smile on my face, um, sharing your own stories, your own experiences, what's worked for you, what hasn't, sharing your own vulnerability, your struggles. And that is uh, exactly what this podcast is about. So, so much of it is really about just connecting us through our truth, through our vulnerabilities, um, connecting us as humans. And uh, that is something that we don't do enough of 
<clears throat> now is we're so disconnected from ourselves as how can we connect ourselves to others so so a lot of what I do is really connecting connecting me to my true self to my higher self uh, to my consciousness and when we connect with ourselves we're able to make better decisions in our lives we're able to really tap into our intuition and feel what is right for us and feel what is not right for us because that is exactly something that we don't do enough anymore is just allow ourselves to feel and a lot of our emotions and um, feelings are usually shut down we shut them down either consciously or subconsciously uh, you know the truth of our feelings can sometimes be um, incredibly painful you know whether they stem from grief or loss or trauma and uh, it's as uncomfortable as they may be and as um, as much as we want to look at the journey of growth, of self-growth, of, at the journey uh, to our higher selves as this pleasant big bubble of light and enlightenment, um, that's great. But the reality of it is, is that it is quite like a roller coaster and it does... Uh, mean also reaching the dark places as well as it does the light so don't be afraid of your own journey and know that in the darkest moments is uh are our biggest lessons and rather than try and run away from them or push them away or push them to the back of us or what however it is we may uh try to not deal with our darkness as much as possible through drinking, through drugs, through alcohol, through addiction, whatever it may be that we're trying to escape from. Make friends with that darkness because that darkness has something to teach us. And I always say it, our feelings are our best. Uh, they're great teachers. And so when we feel things, the best thing we can do is to sit with them. So if I'm having a day where I feel slightly anxious, rather than just trying to get through the day and just, okay, I'm anxious and I can feel that niggling and I just keep pushing it to the back of my mind, that is the worst thing we can do because we are essentially ignoring ourselves. And we are so worthy of being heard. And that is also something that I find today in society that that uh, that we lack a lot of is creating the space to be heard, which is exactly why I felt uh, such a strong need to want to create women's listening circles, um, which will be the next one in London around August the 26th, so around the new moon. Uh, and it's just creating that space for people to be heard. And it is so important that we create that space to be heard. And um, there was a beautiful saying that goes, if I remember it off the top of my head, um, something about, I'm not going to remember this right now, but something about uh, how we only talk to reply, we never talk to listen. So the consequence of that is too many people talking and not enough people listening. And when we don't hear ourselves or we, we don't give ourselves the opportunity to be heard, we're further disconnecting ourselves from, from, from us, from ourselves, from, our, from our, uh, our own inner voice, from our intuition. And so connecting in any way that we can just through you know, when we feel something, so again, going back to if I feel a little bit of anxiety, rather than running away from it to actually sit and stop and go, hang on a minute, I'm feeling anxious. Okay, it's time to check in with myself. Let's take a little, a little step out, wherever, somewhere where we can be just with ourselves in a quiet place and just in stillness and sit and say, ask yourself the question as if you're talking to a friend, or a lover or a child that you care for. To sit there and say, okay, why am I feeling anxious? And it's in these really easy, simple steps that we can then tune into ourselves. So we say, okay, I don't know why I'm feeling anxious right now, but I'm feeling anxious. Even that simple acknowledgement, that just that acknowledgement is 
is love to ourselves. It's it's giving ourselves the opportunity to acknowledge something within ourselves rather than continually running away from it. And that is uh, a gesture of love, a gesture of care, um, so important to, to us. If you can pinpoint the anxiety such as, okay, it's because I have a meeting, a really big one in a couple of hours, and I feel nervous because I feel like I'm not going to be good enough. Um, I feel like I might slip up or I'm not going to present myself well or they're going to just think I'm crazy or whatever it may be. That pinpoint, if you can, what that is. And when you get that to that point, you can then say, okay, you recognize, you acknowledge it, you acknowledge where your anxiety is coming from, you acknowledge that it's fears of not feeling good enough, where do these fears stem from, were you once um, uh, embarrassed or humiliated in a public space, you know, can you travel back to where the beginning of this stems from, and if you can't, that's okay, Um so then the best thing we can do in that circumstance is then reaffirm with uh, positive affirmations. And that's simple sentences towards ourselves, beginning with I am, two of the most powerful words we can ever use to begin a sentence. So I am fine. I am going to get through this. I am powerful. I am brave. I am enthusiastic, I am intelligent and it's literally just praising yourself and every single one of the cells in our bodies picks up on the vibrations that we feed it, on the vibrations that we speak, on the vibrations of our thoughts, everything in life is vibration and uh, I posted a recent article on that up on the blog. Um, but everything in life is a vibration, when we look at an atom under a microscope, its its molecules are moving in vibration at different speeds that create either gas, liquid or solid. So everything in life, even the physical material world, everything physical is essentially a vibration. So what we tell ourselves, we are uh, feeding basically into ourselves, uh, into ourselves and ourselves. So just changing that voice or that conversation in our heads to, you know, hearing that fear out, not shutting, not shutting it down, not ignoring it, but to hear it out and say, no, you know what, I love you, but I am actually going to smash this. I'm going to ace this and I am amazing and I have this and I am human and I am great and I am capable. Um... I am worthy, anything that feels good for you. And a great lady that does positive affirmations is Louise Hay. So you can check her out, just Google her. And she has um, books of just beautiful affirmations or you can follow her on Instagram for daily affirmations and um, check out her website. Uh, but yeah, she has uh, incredibly healing, beautiful affirmations. These are uh, definitely the ways in which we can nourish ourselves also when we're having a really shit day. So an example yesterday, I was just going completely out of my mind. Everything was super stressing me out. Um, you know, I had just come back from a beautiful, relaxing holiday, being in the sun and in the sea, feeling completely nurtured. And then I get to London and I'm faced with the energy of the city, like I was saying, just harsh, quite dark, intense, angry. Um, and that is something that I just do daily now in my practice. I know that, you know, our environment is such a big um, factor of our overall well-being. So I try to make that environment as peaceful as possible. So my home has become like my sanctuary. Um, you know, I, I try and ground myself daily as much as possible. So I don't feel so all over the place. So the grounding is a really great exercise um, exactly for that. Sometimes when we feel so sort of out of our bodies or just all over the place and we've been running around all day, uh, it is 
grounding that can really help kind of pull our spirit back into our bodies, into our homes, just to feel grounded, to feel connected, to feel um, with it and in ourselves. And great ways of grounding are literally putting your feet into the earth. So anywhere, if you have a garden or a park or anywhere in nature, just to take your shoes off, uh, get your socks off and literally just stand on the earth and and envision a white light that is coming in through your head, all the way down through your body, through your arms, through your legs, and pulling you into the earth, holding you down with gravity, um, that the white life light lifts you tall and fills you with life, but is pulling you into the earth. Imagine strong roots going down from your feet in deep into the earth, just as a tree has its roots buried deep into the ground. And this little practice uh, daily is a great way for grounding. Other earth-like activities as well really help, such as gardening or tending to your plants. Um, they can also be incredible tools for grounding ourselves. So it's important that when we have... Uh, shit days or when we have hard times to not ignore it and go oh just you know it's okay just remain peaceful no sometimes we need to express that anger sometimes we need to express our annoyances sometimes we need to express our sadness um, in fact all the time we should be able to express those in a safe non-harmful non-violent way and so uh, you know when we're filled with anger or stress, it's great to do some sort of body work that helps to release that, whether that's going for a, a good run, you know, with, a, with a, a great piece of music or, you know, going and just letting it all out, sweating, running, boxing, whatever it may be, just to release that stress from your body, release that anger from your body, let it go, um, let it all out. Don't try and suppress it with peace and love and forgiveness that's that's for after so always express whatever it is that you're feeling I was shit I expressed it I spoke to friends I swore about it um you know I I went I actually started the day with a qigong practice but my day just went completely upside down after then so um uh, you know, I, I needed to do more sort of outward expression, letting go screaming into a pillow. Um, I know all these things sound crazy, but it's so important that we don't suppress that anger and that stress in our body because it really sits within us physically. It manifests itself physically in the body somewhere. It will hold itself energetically in the body somewhere. And that can sometimes cause actual physical ailments, pain in the shoulders and the neck. Um, that's where we hold so much of our attention. That saying, um, I feel like I'm carrying the world on my shoulders. That This is exactly where we hold so much energy um, of, of stress and tension. So releasing that, you know, uh, sometimes yoga can be a great way to open up our energy channels, our chakras and, and really allow the energy to flow through. Because uh, also when we're when we're stressed or when we're angry or we're sick, our energy channels become blocked. So uh, uh, in Hindu, this can be uh, our nidras, which are our energy channels and our chakras. Um, uh, in Chinese medicine, they're known as our mer mer uh, meridians, and that's what acupuncturists work for. So again, uh, any kind of tools um, to help that energy flow through, whether it's Reiki or acupuncture, um, these are all uh, great medicines for energy work, for allowing the energy to flow through the body. And Qigong is one of them as well. They offer them in... Uh, they offer them at usually Qigong centres around uh, London or I actually found a class at Tri-Yoga in London and Chelsea um, done by a really awesome dude from Florida called Thilbert Allen. And he's got this really smooth, soulful voice. Um, and it's a, so Qigong is a practice of slow movement, very slow movement that is combined with the breath. Um, and it's all about moving the energy, the qi in the body, um, as Chinese medicine practitioners uh, know it. Uh, and that is what allows the qi or the energy to flow through smoothly 
getting rid of any blockages we might have from either past traumas, past life traumas or illness or uh, whatever it may be. So uh, that's another great tool that we have um, at our fingertips as long as we are open to it that uh, to really just help release or let uh, energy flow through. And um, another great thing is once we've expressed our anger, once we've let it out, once we've let out the, the frustrations, the stresses, it is then a great time to allow in the peace, the love, the forgiving. So get it out and then nurture it, then nurture you. So you let it all out, let out your frustrations. And when I say let out, I don't mean go screaming at the world and shouting at your partner or your family. Um, there is a, a very beautiful non-violent way we can communicate our feelings and exactly with the tools that I said going to a gym going to a boxing class boxing it out um, you know moving it out doing some sort of body running it out playing tennis whatever kind of body work um, you can do just to release it off your body uh, is a great way to do that in a non-violent way um, and then after that, we come to the nurturing. So we come to, you know, the coming home, you know, making our home a sanctuary, putting, running a bath, having a lovely hot shower or um, doing a piece of meditation after, you know, physically cleansing that energy off of us from the day. And I find that water is a beautiful way to do this. So showering, having a bath and really visualizing and, and asking, um, the angels and this has nothing to do with religion but just for you know whether it's your angels or energy or light or love whatever it is to really flow through you and cleanse you of any negative energy just to imagine that the water is really pouring through you and washing away anything that you've taken on from the day down the drain so any negativity I usually picture this as sort of like a black black light or black water just pouring off my body and down the drain and then being filled with a beautiful white light or a blue light as blue is very cleansing and um, just really visualize that and be very mindful in the shower that you're cleansing all of this rubbish that we sometimes accumulate this energetic rubbish that we accumulate from others around us in our in our energetic fields in our environment we are again like I said um, we are uh, everything in life is a vibration everything is is energy and uh, Einstein said it best and quantum physics explains it most and it's just an understanding that beyond our physical bodies, we have other bodies. So our spiritual bodies, our astral bodies, and they are our energetic fields. And they are uh, mingling and intertwining with other people's energetic fields um, on a daily basis. And that's why some people who are very sensitive will, you know, you hear some people say, oh, I just, I feel like that person has a bad energy or, you know, someone comes into the room and you can feel either, you know, a big positive light and, and that person either brings in great vibes or um, really damp negative ones. And that's where the saying vibes comes from, good vibes, good vibrations. Um, that's exactly what they are. Uh, bad vibes, you know, bad vibrations. So, um, one way that we can cleanse that energetic, uh, you know, the, the energy that we might carry from others, especially if we're um, highly sensitive individuals and we're very sensitive to energies or we're um, highly empathetic. So same thing, just very sensitive to other people's energies. Uh, it is so important that we get into the notion of grounding and cleansing. I grew up a very sensitive individ individual and um, I still am very sensitive to energies and I can feel energies very strongly um, straight away. I've always been very great at, you know, just I can almost see a person and feel their energy and feel if it's good or if it's bad or if there's a warning or um, I've just been very susceptible to energies my whole life growing up from as long as I can remember and this 
caused quite a lot of harm in my teenage years um, because I was so sensitive to people's energies and then I was going towards uh, you know all the darker energies at the time and they were really affecting me and really draining me and, and these were my lessons to learn at that time um, so you know in my later years and through you know seeing a, a Reiki practitioner and seeing different people and kind of go beginning my, my journey of healing I really learned about having to uh, ground myself and really connect to my core to my truth to my my intuition um and it's very interesting because I rem remember a very profound moment of when I finally felt so connected to myself that nobody else's opinions or beliefs bothered me they were their own and mine were my own and people's energies kind of just completely deflected off of me. They just sort of bounced off me. So the better I knew myself, the more I connected with myself, the stronger my aura felt, the stronger my 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 being felt. And that's, you know, it still happens some days where I might be a little bit off balance or, um, you know, I haven't spent enough time connecting to myself and then I feel very affected by everyone else. It's almost we feel a little bit lost um, away from ourselves. So we're trying to grab uh, anything we can from anyone outside of us. And unfortunately, within what we're trying to grab, sometimes we grab a handful of shit. Um, and so uh, the best way to really be strong in our in our own aura, in our own energy, in our own physical bodies is to really connect with ourselves and create that that physical home for our spirit to uh, reside in. So really looking after, you know, that saying our body is a temple. Um, it really is. It's a temple for our spirit. It's where our soul and our spirit are homed. Um, and, uh, you know, nourishing it well and eating well and taking care of it and respecting it is so uh, important. It's it's like your own home. You know, if you walked into your house and it's full of crap everywhere and there's rubbish and mess and it's not a nice environment to be in, you probably wouldn't want to spend so much time in that space. So you're out the whole time. Um, and it's so important that we create that actually in our physical homes as well, you know, make it a place we want to come home to. And that's exactly what our physical body is to our spirit, to our soul. It is um, a place, it, it, you know, we, we can create a place within our physical bodies that our spirit and our souls want to reside in. And I had this very profound visualization a couple of years ago once when I was sitting out on my windowsill one summer day and I was just sort of going into a bit of reflection and and deep thought and I thought and I just felt all of a sudden like my spirit was sort of beside me and not so much inside of me and obviously I thought that's completely crazy what are you talking about but I it was something that just a message that came to me so strongly so I was like okay I properly feel like my spirit is beside me right now and it's not inside of me and at the time I was going through a bit of uh, pain and, and sadness and I was in a probably not nurturing myself through it so it was almost as if my spirit was like I can't really live in your body right now because you're polluting it and I don't really want to be there and I cried and that's it sounds I'm sure it can sound completely insane to people but it 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 brought up a lot of tears and I cried and I thought I don't want to do that like I you know my spirit my soul that we're they're me it's a you know very big part of me um, I need you to come home. I need you to sit back in my heart center. I need you to be in my body. Um, you know, I'm so sorry and I'm going to look after you. And I got up after that day and I started to nourish myself again and feel good again. And I guess that's realigning ourselves, recentering ourselves. Um, and so I, I came to this belief that when our bodies are so physically sick, our soul literally leaves it and that is death it's it's almost like you know the environment the 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 home that it was living in has become far too polluted and and uh not a nice environment to be in that the soul leaves and that is death and so this 
belief came to me years ago and it just now makes total sense to me. So it's really, you know, how can we create the best home for our souls to reside in? Uh, I like to do that with nourishing myself through good foods and now um, taking in a lot of uh, other healing methods. So uh, doing Reiki on myself, um, you know, or having massages or having seeing my acupuncturist once a week and all these ways in which we can really nurture and heal ourselves. We are always on this planet to heal. And that really, uh, that transformation within ourselves really begins the spiraling effects of the transformations all around us, in our environment, all around us. So when we are creating love and healing within ourselves, we are then creating love and healing um, within our environment, within our world. And that spreads and spreads and spreads like wildfire as as much as we can. It, it's that saying, that beautiful saying, um, if you want to change the world, start with yourself first. It's so true and it's so amazing when we higher our own vibrations. So we all, nature vibrates at the frequency of 432 hertz and um, that is a frequency in which you'll find in nature everywhere. And so we are most comfortable when our vibrations are around 432 hertz. But then there are different frequencies um, that allow us, say, for deeper sleep or for energizing and you can actually download an app called 432 hertz player so it's 432 hz player that converts all your music into 432 hertz because music actually used to be recorded in that frequency but for some reason it's changed and if you look at the vibrational patterns that it creates in cells um, or within our bodies or in water it creates a very disrupted pattern when it's anything sort of away from 432 hertz so Listening to music with specific frequencies can really help to retune our vibrational frequencies. Um, sound healing, that is why sound healing is such a beautiful uh, ancient form of medicine and healing. It's, it really is an ancient wisdom that we used at the times of the ancient Egyptians and ancient civilizations. Sound was really used to bring ourselves back into health and a great documentary that goes into that is Pyramid Code on Netflix which talks so much about the ancient Egyptians and the wisdom that we have uh, lost along the way from their times with the wisdom that we have perhaps even been concealed from and the magic, the the power of these ancient civilizations that really connected us to our higher selves. It's a beautiful documentary, uh, super insightful. I think it's eight episodes, each about 45 minutes long and just my mind was blown watching it so I highly recommend that. Um, another way in which we can raise our vibrations. So anything that is of a low vibration is going to make us feel quite low. They can either ground us if we're too high or make us feel quite low. And those are things like tobacco, alcohol, um, animal produce, um, you know, unhealthy environments, things like that. And uh, things that help higher our vibrations are, you know, nurturing, healing, plant-based foods. So fruits are very, um, you know, they're living foods. They're alive. They're not dead flesh. Um, they carry a lot of beautiful high vibrations. Um, and these are the ways in which we, you know, meditation, um, the sound healing, all of these things, crystals, all of these things help to higher our vibrations. And, um, so again, this is another way that we can sort of uplift ourselves and nurture and love ourselves, uh, especially when we're having shit days. So we have our shit day, we feel it out, we let it out, we express it out, we get rid of it, brush it off our bodies, let it go, um, let it flow and then come into nurturing ourselves in exactly all the ways I was just mentioning now. Uh, and then I find that uh, after having a beautiful cleansing bath, putting in essential oils, again, these things, essential oils are, are great tools for aromatherapy. Aromatherapy really helps to uplift or energize or relax us, whatever we need them to do. We are always drawn to the smells that our bodies need at that time. So sometimes it's nice just to go and get a, a nice little starter pack of essential oils or a handful of essential oils and pick and choose the ones that you feel drawn to for the day or for that moment in time. Um, again, they really work with our vibrations and our frequencies um, and our own healing. 
So putting a few in the bath or rubbing a few into our body cream, you know, I, I tend to just use almond oil and aloe vera and add a few essential oils to that sometimes just gives a beautiful natural perfume um, to the body and uh, a great um, way of healing as well, of, of coming into relaxation. Uh, I like to also at the end of every day, um, work day, another ritual for cleansing is smudging. So using sage, um, which you can buy in London from either the astrology shop or you can order online, um, but a beautiful bundle of sage. And this is a Native American practice where they, uh, the sage is, is, a, is a sacred plant that is used for cleansing and healing. So it's uh, lit and burnt. So you blow out the flame and you burn it and you smudge. So you literally take it to each corner of the house or wherever you are, a room, or you can smudge yourself as well. And there are smudging prayers where you can ask the angels and the light to come in and remove any negative energy and make sure that you have your windows open so that you can really envision and allow this negative energy to go out out of the windows, out of your environment, out of the space. And you do that with your body. So you cleanse uh, every sense of you, every part of your body and allow it to be refueled. So you can literally say, I cleanse myself of the negative energy. I let go of any negative energy that I've carried within my body today that I've accumulated along the way. I cleanse any pain that I feel, any um, harshness that I have. And I ask the gods, the angels of love, of light, of spirit to just fuel me and allow the love and the light to pour within me. I ask for protection. And you can also use this um, prayer uh, with, with or without smudging, but just envision this white light, this beautiful white light that surrounds your body as this light of protection. So to deflect any negative energy um, throughout your day in the morning in meditation practice, just envision this strong beam of white light around you that doesn't allow any negative energy or psychic attacks or um, any sort of harsher energies that we might experience throughout the day to penetrate your auric field. You really imagine this beautiful uh, shield of white light that, that radiates this love outwards to everyone that might need it, but that also... Um, protects you from any any bad that might come into your day crystals are also a great way of doing this obsidian black obsidian black onyx um uh, black tourmaline those are all great crystals for protecting against negative energy um against uh evil eye or psychic attacks so negative thoughts from others any jealousy from others um, and I wear mine on my wrist. I wear black onyx on my wrist all the time. But it's important that we also, when we uh, acquire crystals, that we cleanse them as well in either salt water, depending on which crystals. Some crystals aren't able to go underwater because their uh, their hardness is quite uh, weak. So they can actually disintegrate in water, such as selenite. Um, so you want to check that um, if you can't cleanse it with water, a, a great way to cleanse it is through prayer so again you pray that the negative energy is cleared from the crystals or smudge it again with sage so you can burn the sage and literally allow the smoke to just soak around your crystals and envision just clearing out the negative energy and then you tune the crystal to uh to do what you want it to do so you need to put in that kind of computing um you know such as you know we use quartz crystals in so much of our uh, technological systems. We use it in computers and our cell phones. Quartz holds memory and quartz is a crystal. Quartz is a big family of crystals, actually. And so uh, these crystals really do have the ability to... Um, to attain and obtain memory, to obtain what we, you know, the memory that we give it. So... Uh, Think of it as kind of like a computing system and, and a great way to do that is to hold it and hold a crystal in your right hand um, and close your eyes and, and, you know, ask for what you want it to do, whether that's to bring you protection, um, to heal you, to balance you, to, you know, every uh, crystal has its own healing purposes so go for the one that's that really suits what you need and you can buy books that can tell you or look up online you know specific crystals for keeping away negative energy um, and just help to program it and then wear it um 
uh, keep it on you. You can keep it in your pocket. You can buy, I buy either bracelets or have it around my neck or you can get the little tumbler stones and um, keep them in your pocket. But it is always important to cleanse and attune your crystals to what you need them to do. Um, that is something that I'm learning so much more about at the moment as I'm actually taking on a crystal healing course, which has been amazing because I've always used crystals again in my life from a very young age. Um, but this has really been able to take me deeper into the knowledge of crystals and how they work and how we can uh, make them work for us as well and for, for incredible tools for healing. Uh, so, so all of what I've said now is really just focusing on the healing aspect and the, the ways in which we can higher our vibrations. So through coming into awareness of what it is that we're feeling, then from that awareness, expressing what we're feeling. And then from after the expression, we are able to then love and nurture and fuel ourselves. Um, and these are all the ways that I think are the greatest way of doing it. And the very last note that um, I want to leave you guys on is the very last note that I like to um, finish my day with. <clears throat> and that's always a sort of... Uh, uh, gratitude prayer or a prayer of, of gratefulness of counting your blessings as they say at the end of the day so every time I get into bed especially when it's been a shit day and everything's just felt turbulent um, you know coming back home being able to recenter myself is great but then <clears throat> one of the most powerful things I find is actually counting our blessings so getting into bed I literally just think of all the things that I am really grateful for. And with those things, I mean, even the tiniest things and the things that come up for me are usually just the fact that I have a safe place to go to sleep in at night. So I'm in my bed and I'm literally just so grateful that I have this comfortable, warm, safe space to sleep. These little things that we take for granted are that the, these are, are actually one of the greatest things that really, you know, help us. The the shelter that I'm able to have over my head, the food I am able to eat and nourish myself with on a daily basis, the water I'm able to quench my thirst with, the the eyes I'm able to, to my, my eyes I'm able to see with, my ears I'm able to hear with, my, um, you know, going through our body and just being grateful for where our body is right now and where we are right now. And, you know, it could have been um, the postman that we exchanged a smile with for two seconds, you know, grateful for that, grateful. Go through all the things that you are grateful for in your life and just repeat those every night before you go to bed, the little things, the little things that we have, the choice, the opportunity of choice that we have, we always have a choice. And that is one of the greatest gifts we can be given is choice. We have a choice to love, we have a choice to feel, we have the choice to eat, we have the choice to drink, we have the choice to sleep in a safe place. We have so much choice. We have a choice to do good. We have a choice to feel good. We have a choice to do good for ourselves. And then I follow that with thank you. Thank you to the gods. Thank you to the universe. Thank you to God. Thank you to love. Thank you to light. Thank you to the angels. Thank you to my parents. Thank you to my friends. Thank you to my family. Thank you for this journey. Um, just so much gratitude followed by thanks is such a great way we can really come back into ourselves and and realize the greater things in life when when life really tries to throw us off balance we always have the power within ourselves to bring ourselves back into ourselves but it is so important that we allow ourselves to feel all the feelings um and then and then allow ourselves to feel them and then come out of it uh with nurture, not come out of it, but nurture it. So we essentially do come out of it with nurturing and love. So that we raise our vibrations. 
and so that we can feel good again and we heal ourselves from the day we've been through. Um, in the book that I'm reading right now, The Medical Medium by Anthony Williamore that I just uh, finished. It's a great book if you guys are uh, interested in reading it. But uh, in the beginning it says we are essentially on this earth to heal. And um, I really believe that. We all have our journeys are all surrounded uh, by whatever it is we need to learn in this lifetime. And that is essentially taking us to our healing. That is our journey through healing. We all have our own separate journeys through healing. We all might find ways of healing in different ways. Um, so yeah, find out what heals you and try and incorporate it into your daily practice every day because what you are is what you attract and what you put in is exactly what you give out. So if you want to change the world, you can really start the most powerfully from changing inside. And on that note, I am going to leave you with a nice little song. It's super early in the morning here in London. And uh, again, if you want to check out any of my stuff um, or if you're interested in booking uh, nutritional therapy with me one-to-one -one. I offer Skype consultations worldwide uh, you can find all my information at lifespacehealing.com um, and if you're in the London area and you're interested in Reiki sessions um, I offer that as well now and uh, yeah you can find it all there um, and feel free to contact me in any way you want to if there's anything you resonated with during this um, podcast during this episode if there's anything you feel like you want to share or anything you feel like you want help with or need help with or any advice or you just want to express yourself um, please I love to hear from you guys so you can email me at um, hello at a table for one that's the number one dot com or message me and connect with me via Instagram at Luna Oniari but all of my social contacts and details are again on my website lifespacehealing.com <sighs> I hope you have a lovely start to the day or end to the day or wherever it is you might be right now I hope that you are filled with love and light and I send that all onto you with so much love and healing have a beautiful beautiful day Close.
us to Kappa, to Kappa, Kappa, Dark After nothing we united with this I have sprayed you into my eyes